from the day we were born, right? And and the doctor said it's a boy, right? To you know, to my mom, um, you know, we've just been told all these lies forever and ever. And one is the gender binary, right? So just because someone, for all practical purposes, looks like a guy, doesn't mean that they're not transgender and inside. You know, are are they're, they're a trans woman, right? My name is Danny Pomplune, and this is the Seeker and Sage podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Wow, what a great episode we have uh, for everyone today. I had the honor of talking to my good friend, Michelle. Now, there's been um, a lot of talk about another podcast that did this show that was very um, not kind to other members of the LGBTQ plus community. And so uh, I thought I wanted to do something to help educate everyone and share other voices. Michelle is a woman of trans, um, how she identifies, and she was brave and kind enough to share her story, to share her voice and talk about what she's up to and how she uses the gifts of yoga to give back in the world. It was an absolute dream and a pleasure to have her on the show. And Michelle, I know you're listening to this. Thank you so much for, for again, lending your voice so that we can all uplift and, uh, and continue to learn. Uh, please don't forget to share the show with your friends and leave us a review on iTunes. And without further ado, let's uh, let Michelle take it over. Hey, Michelle, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am, I'm losing my mind a little bit in the best way possible. I'm in the middle of, of opening a brand new yoga studio in San Francisco. So, you know, I've got my plate full. <laughs> and yeah, in fact, I, I saw that. Um, so that's, I mean, that's really cool, right? I'm super excited. I know that the community for sure is, you know, really hungry for reconnection after this, you know, last year, well, you know, it's been a little over a year now where we've haven't been in studio and, and connecting. So I'm really excited. You know, you know me, I'm always trying to bring the people together to do something. So yeah. this is right up my alley. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm excited to have you on the show because this will be the first time I've had this perspective and this lens. And, you know, as we move into uh, the conversation, something that I was, I was sharing, you know, offline was, uh, this past Friday, I gave a talk uh, for Yoga Alliance, and it was just a one-hour webinar. And what I ended up speaking about was, you know, LGBT plus uh, community and how to make things uh, very inclusive, um, or how to make things more inclusive, and and just things to kind of consider and to to keep in mind. And I gave it definitely from my lens of you know a queer cisgendered man um, that has operated in the world as I as I have. Um, and I realized at the end of the conversation, you know, I was like, wow, there was st- like, we, we started it off with like, Hey, I'm going to do my best. And, um, you know, people were in the comments just like supporting and being like, try this or try that, or, you know, um, just different things. And it was, it was so cool. And I think a lot of this is coming from, as I get to open this space, how do I really truly not just say that we're diverse and inclusive, but how do I actually walk the walk? And like, what is it that these different communities need and how can we, 
you know, best support them. So I, I think a great place to start would just be your journey. You know, we met through, through yoga and I guess I would love to hear just, you know, your journey as a person. Yeah. So, um, I guess we should start off, right? First of all, I'm, I'm, I'm trans and, um, and that gives me, um, a unique lens and among trans people, I'm, I'm, my life experience has been very unique because mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know that I was trans till I was 56. I mean, I was oh, wow. literally I 56 years old when it suddenly hit me in the side of the head. Oh my God, I'm trans. Now what am I going to do? Right. And, yeah. um, yeah. And, and fortunately, you know, I had been doing yoga for the last, oh, like five years previous to that. In fact, um, I had taken yoga teacher training not to learn how to teach yoga. That was never my intent. I was struggling with who I was. And I knew, mm. and I knew that this, it was with a, you know, Baron Baptist affiliate in Dallas, and and I knew that the, that going through teacher tra- a Baptist teacher training would um, would give me tools to figure out life, and um, mm-hmm. and it, and it was a you know it was a beautiful experience. So so um, you know this safe container that they created for me. Um, of being able to talk about my, I, I don't even want to call it at that time really gender dysphoria. It was just confusion. Um, I was in this, you know, inside of me, I, there was this battle going on, right? So another thing you may not know about me, I'm, I'm an engineer by day, you know, and so the very logical... Oh. And, you know, and I work for a defense company and it's very conservative. And I was living in Dallas. Um, and so that had been my life. <laughs> That's a recipe. That had been my life for 56 years. And, um, and now all of a sudden this stuff started rising up. And, you know, and at first it was just, you know, an attraction to wearing women's clothes. I didn't know where it came from. And I thought, well, you know, it's just a fetish. It'll pass. And, um, and it didn't. Right. And, and it ended up, um, well, my marriage fell apart as, as a result of that. Cause my, my ex couldn't, couldn't deal with that. And, and I certainly understand that and, and never, 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 you know, there, there's no blame there. So, so I was, this self-proclaimed cross-dresser who was now pushing the envelope to see how far I could go, you know, and, and not, um, and not alarm my fellow employees at my very conservative workplace. Right. And, um, so, um, and so I took yoga, you know, I started doing yoga during my divorce to kind of just, relax and deal with the stress. And then it, it became a serious practice. And then it became, oh my God, I need to figure out who I am. And, um, and again, back to that. So, um, environment of my teacher training 
So all of these, they were all women except for one, you know, typical yoga makeup, right? And um, and they were so supportive of me. I mean, it was it was incredible. And so that was kind of my first experience um, exposing, if you will, this secret. And, um, and, and so not long after teacher training was when this revelation hit me in the head, right? Oh my God, I'm trans. Okay. My world's going to fall apart. I'm going to get fired. You know, my kids are going to run away from me, my sibling, you know, all of the fears that come to you, um, especially as a trans person. And, And I guess, I don't know if you remember when you first came out to everyone that you were gay, um, whether it was young or old, but there's certainly a lot of fear involved in that. A lot of fear, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I just not, not knowing I I grew up in a very, you know, Mexican household that was, you know, my dad was very, it's just the machismo thing. It's kind of the thing. And and they didn't, they didn't get it. And I was, I didn't know. I was very confused. I mean, I, I knew I just was scared, you know, it was a very lonely feeling, um, you know, holding, holding that in, bottling it up. And yeah, it was just like you, like you said, there was fear and then some. Fear and then some, right? Yeah, and so, so now I had to, now I had a decision to make, right? You know, I had done all of this work, um, finally figured out who I am. Do I just, do I just stay in the closet and play it safe, or, or do I walk, you know, into these fears, and 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 take on and take them on and. Um, well, as you can tell, <laughs> I decided to walk into the fears, right? Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And so, um, and so, I walked into them one by one by one, and as it turned out, they were all um, they were all just fears. They were they were they were all stories that I had made up in my head, and and none of them turned out to be true. I mean, none of them turned out to be true. Even my even my work. Um, peers as well as the management and everyone, they've been so supportive. It's been incredible. Um, Beyond my wildest dreams. And so once I, you know, established my, um, well, I guess walked through these fears and settled those down, um, you know, I turned myself, you know, I, I, I started feeling compelled to give back, right? Because I know, right? I mean, and and I transitioned and I did all the medical things and all of that, um, and it all went, you know, flawlessly. Um, and I know because of my privilege. Number one, you know, white. Um, yeah. Number two. Um, very gainfully employed. Um, so I have financial access to everything. Um, and, and I can just walk away, you know, if it ever got too much, you know. Um, and, and I know many, if not most trans people, just don't have that privilege, right? They can't just turn it off and walk away. Um, and, and so I became committed um, to doing, you know, whatever I could 
to help the community. So, so I've been, in, you know, involved with, with off the mat, um, um, doing all my, you know, training. And um, I think I told you I, I taught yoga for a bit um, to the trans women in the San Francisco jail, right? I did that for about three years. Wow, that's got to be an and, experience. Um, and so, so I'm just trying right now to figure out, you know, what I can bring. Um, and the reason I'm, I'm, you know, we as I said offline, I'm moving to Florida next week, um, is because I'm I'm retiring, right? And and so and so I can do that. I can walk away from work and live comfortably um, with my pension and all of that. And 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 begin to focus, you know, one hundred percent of my energy on what can I do to make this world safer, so that trans people that come behind me um, aren't facing this the, the the brutal oppression that's taking place. Right? I mean, you see it you know, in these trans bills that are coming up, right? Denying medical care. I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible. It, 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 it's, it's actually sickening, you know, that politicians will, will trade trans lives for a vote. That's, that's simply what it is. They, Mm -hmm. they don't care. And they're fine if they commit suicide, they're fine, you know, if they have to sell their bodies on the street to survive. That's okay with them, mm-hmm. as long as they get that vote. And it's, um, yeah. So anyway, so that's that's kind of my story. So that's, you know, that's that's where I am right now. And so I have learned. I think. It, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, so I've learned a lot, right? So the bulk of my life, I've been working, you know, as this white collar engineer. Um, corporate America, you know, all of that. And then, you know, at 56, right, the universe said, okay, let's see how you handle this. Um, and so I still right now spend most of my time in corporate America surrounded by other, um, you know, straight cisgender people. And um, and so I, I, I get to give like a daily lesson to them on what it's like to be trans and how beautiful it is. And for me, it's been beautiful. Um, but, but I haven't, I haven't really spent much time out in the community. I mean, I do have friends and I, you know, I try to, um, and, and, um, and, and, and I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Um, but I will say that what, you know, as we talk about what it means to be in a safe space and to feel safe is yes. different for me. You have to really go out of your way to trigger me and set me mm-hmm. off just because mm-hmm. that's where I am in my life. Whereas if you talk about a trans person that knew they were trans since they were young, has been teased their entire life, has struggled just to get by. Um, it, it only takes just a little bit 
you know, um, to trigger them and set them off. And so, so I will never understand that, but I see it and I know it. And in communicating with people in my community, it's, it's, it's real, it's real. And so let me give you an example. Um, it's another yoga teacher, um, who I met through Sean Korn and, um, and we were having this discussion and so he's a, he's a trans man and, um, and, and he's made it his mission to, to educate yoga teachers on, you know, what, what it can be to trigger a trans person. So, you know, when he gave me this example, it just like blew me away. He said, you know, if you're a yoga teacher, you know, at the end of class and you, and you say, you know, everyone, you know, roll to your right. And, you know, as you're coming up out of Savasana, but for you girls, if you're pregnant, you know, lean over to your left. Well, think about that a minute. What if you're a man and you're pregnant? Right? Right. Yeah. And and so a yoga teacher would never think about that. But because he's so sensitized, it just yeah, a a, a yoga cue like that will just set him off. Yeah, I, I think for, you know, uh, kind of in, in first, I, I want to acknowledge like your story and, you know, coming on and, and sharing that I think is, is super important um, because someone that may be listening to this that may be new to uh, hearing a trans voice or someone that might be questioning or whatever it is, they have, you know, maybe another another touch point that they can listen to or, 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 you know, be elevated in. There are lots of yoga teachers that listen to this show. And there's also a decent amount of yoga practitioners that kind of is, is somewhere in the middle. And one of the things that I, I, I was thinking about, you know, is the language that we use in class when it's specific to gender, just how harming it can be. Something as simple as using the word guys can be triggering to a lot of people. So, Although, and that was one of the big ones for me. I, I remember this was a few years back where I had a student, you know, come up and say, you know, I actually don't appreciate that you say guys because not all of us are guys in here. And I got defensive instead of being like, instead of listening, I, I just didn't know better. I was like, well, you know, if you come into my class, it's it's always welcoming. And I wasn't getting it. I wasn't hearing the message. It wasn't until later on where I got a little more education under my belt and really started to dive into queer studies and you know, jump into the, the alphabet mafia a little bit more as, as we call it. And, uh, and yeah, something as simple, you, you know, I think about how we can make, uh, classes a little more, um, inclusive or at least throw out the, the, the flags that we're trying, we're trying or that we're, we're learning, you know, and it's something as simple as adding, you know, your pronouns on zoom when you're teaching a zoom class or walking into a class and saying, Hey everyone, you know, my name is Danny, he, him, um, today we're going to be going over this, this, and this, and that just gives that little permission. And also, you know, throwing out pronouns is is something that not just trans people should do, but we it should be normalized for for everyone to do. I think about you know, um, like you just said, I, I follow uh, Danny Danny the Trans Dad on on Instagram. He's super fun and super awesome, and you know that was one of the things that he 
he advocates for is just the lack of representation, um, you know, in a lot of, a lot of areas in his life, you know, whether it's just really just everything, cause there is a, a lack of representation. So from, from your experience being, you know, both a yoga teacher and, you know, yoga student practitioner, and even someone that's, you know, not only both of those, but you're, you're really just like, you're a warrior out there. You are, you are doing the work and then some, you know, what are things from your, like, you know, for the students and the teachers listening in right now, that Q1 is, is awesome. What are, what are other things that we could look for to really help us, you know, start to normalize and to see the different lens? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll just, you know, as I went into the community, right, not just the jail, but, you know, the trans communities, you know, in the, in the Bay Area, um, you know, I learned pretty quickly just to not make assumptions, right? Um, a trans woman, um, you know, we, we, we're just trained, right? We're, we're from, from the, from the day we, you know, from the day we were born, right? And, and the doctor said it's a boy, right? To, you know, to my mom, um, you know, we've just been told all these lies forever and ever. And one is the gender binary, right? So just because someone for all practical purposes looks like a guy doesn't mean that they're not transgender and inside you know, are, are, they're a trans woman, right? Irregardless of how they present, right? And, and, and we can't judge that, right? It could be they present as a man because they can't afford to do anything else. It could be they like the shock value. It could be, who knows, right? And it's not for us to judge. And so, um, just getting used to the fact that the that you know that cover of that book has no relationship to the guts of the book um, is a hard lesson to learn. It's a hard lesson to learn, right? And 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 just realizing how much of our language and you know, yeah, you see a guy, you will call him he, right? But but when you do that, you're making an assumption. You're making an assumption. And, um, you know, and if you're trying to, you know, if you're trying to attract people from the trans community, um, you just have to stop it. <laughs> just stop it. And, um, you know, maybe someday we will, we will not have gender pronouns, right? You know, everyone will be a they, right? Which is, of course, really hard, right? Um, but conceptually that, you know, that, that's probably the, um, the way to do the least harm, right. Is never, you know, never call out a pronoun, a, a gender pronoun. And, um, because you'll inevitably make a mistake, you know, and, and we're all human. And, but, um, that was one of the things that, that I learned is that um, this whole gender identity truly is decoupled um, with how a person presents. And, um, 
Yeah. So that, I mean, that is definitely one thing that I would emphasize is just don't, just don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. Cause you'll be, there's a saying, right. About an ass and you and me. Right. But <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, totally. totally. Um, and, 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 and it's truly, um, applicable when you're trying to, um, when you're talking about the trans community, because the, the variation, I mean, you just see, and it's actually beautiful when you, when you stop and, and just look at it, right. You know, at, at first, you know, coming from this very um, binary world, you know, cis binary world, you know, I was taken aback by it, but when you, when you actually take a look and you just see the beauty, right you know, the courage and, um, you know, in, in, in our world today to, to actually come out as trans, um, you know, that person has done a lot of work, right? Just, just to get to that place, to admit to another human, I'm trans. So much work went into that. So much work. And it's just beautiful to, to watch to watch it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I tell people from my experience, you know, that being trans is, I would say the most beautiful gift a human being can be granted period. And, um, and I know a lot of other trans people wouldn't agree with me just because of all the oppression that they've suffered, but, but that's not on them right? That's upon the rest of the world, right? And, um, you know, another thing that I appreciate, I guess kind of along the same lines is, and so I'll talk about myself, right? So, sure. you know, once you admit you're trans, the world actually almost demands that you declare um, a gender binary, right? Are you man? Are you a man or are you, um, are you male or female, right? Well, the answer for most people, well, you know, I'm somewhere in between. And, um, but the reality is, you know, our world, our society forces us to make a decision, right? And, and as, as I look back, you know, I am sure, you know, that, that I went to the full um, female extreme, right, of going through the surgeries and dressing and, you know, and doing the voice and all. Because society really wanted, that's what, that's, you know, if I'm going to be a woman, that's what they want me to be, right? And so in my mind, I, I can't necessarily, you know, someday maybe, but, you know, how much of that was truly how I felt or how much um, pressure society put on me to go there, right? If, if the world was truly welcoming, um, where would I have ended up? on that spectrum. I, you know, I don't know. I'll never be able to answer that question, but it's, but just to think about that a minute, right. In that, um, you know, as a, a trans person is, is basically swimming upstream 
of in, within our culture. And, um, and, you know, until the culture changes, um, that's always going to be the case. And, um, that's just a slow process. So, um, yeah. Am, am I helping you? Am I, am I providing some kind of percent? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, really even, even just, you know, sitting back and listening is so important for a lot of us so that we have a perspective and a lens that is not ours. A thing that comes up a lot is, you know, I, I obviously cannot speak for a trans person, but what, what I do invite everybody out there is that, you know, if a person, if you're a yoga teacher, or even a yoga practitioner and a friend invites you in, that's what I call that. It's not a, it's not a coming out. We've been oppressed long enough, you know, but a, a welcoming into their lives. Yeah. That's beautiful. You sit, yeah. If someone welcomes you in, you know, then you listen, you support, and that is it. You listen. The best thing that you can do for someone is to be a witness to their being and their healing. You don't have to shift. You don't have to change. You don't even get to pry. If they want to share more information with you, great. All you can, like the best thing that I always recommend is like show up and say, how can I support you? Right. And, 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 and listen, that is the best thing that we can do. Yeah. I mean, as yoga teachers, we're taught to hold that container, right? Mm -hmm. You know, hold the container and not judge and just be the witness, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it's so true. It's so true for trans people um, because they are on the edge. They are being oppressed every single day of their lives. Um, and it's hard. It's hard, I think, for, for many trans people. And I'm, and I'm going to speak for them, not for me, because I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I just grew up different, right? So I'm, I'm the exception sure. in many cases. But trust, right? I mean, that's what you're doing in creating a space, right, is trust. Mm -hmm. And trans people, they, they you know, trust is, is a foreign word. Mm. How do, and so how, you know, what, what can you do to create that trust? Um, and, and, you know, and as you said, I think it's just being open and listening and, and being sensitive that they're going to be sensitive, right? They're going to be sensitive. Um, it's, it's just, yeah, it's just difficult for many trans people to, to go out in into a non-trans space and feel comfortable. I am, I am, it's part of my mission really in this new space to make it as welcoming as possible to as many people as possible. And so, you know, part of the groundwork that I'm doing is actually just stepping into those communities and, and not asking them to come to me, but really like trying to step into those communities and be like, what, what is it that I can do? You know, and, and how can we make these, you know, mutual agreements even before someone even walks into the space? Like, how can I even create the experience of getting to me more welcoming? So I appreciate your voice and, and sharing your experience as I think it's valuable for not just me, but everyone listening. 
Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, we've, we've got a lot of work to do. Right. And, and so I, I applaud you in stepping up to this challenge and, um, you know, I, I just, you know, I wish everyone had the same, um, you know, had the same conviction, had, you know, because um, uh, it's it's past time. It's past time, right? And um, and as, as I said, the the when, once you're once you're connected to a trans person, and they open up to you, you you will see the beauty. And um, uh, it's it's unique, and you know th- there is so much that they can bring to our world if we let them in and establish yeah. that trust. That's right. Yeah. There's a there's a beauty beyond. I agree. There's there's. I am so thankful for people like you that have let me into their lives because it has created just this vast world of expansion in my mind. Like there's so much more possibility. There's so much more room for love. There's so much more room for creativity. There's more room for self-expression. There's more room for others. It's just, it's incredible. You know, it's incredible when someone invites you in. Thank you for, uh, you know, Michelle, I, 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 on and off air, I, I adore you. I think you are an incredible human being. It's been such an honor and a pleasure to get you to get to know you over these years and, and to sit down and have this conversation with you today. It means a lot. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. I, um, yeah, when you gave me this offer, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, just, you know, just because you're a be- just this beautiful soul and, and to be able to, um, and you attract beautiful people, you know, and, 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 and so to be able to take my message and connect to the beautiful people that you, that you attract was just like, you know, um, something I just had to do. And so I appreciate it. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate your time and uh, yeah, until the next Seeker and Sage, this is Michelle and Danny saying peace out.